Criticism withers people. Praise builds them up. And that is the quote of the day. Quote of the Day Show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We've got Marissa Peer on the show today to tell us something about criticism and praise. You know, there are so many opportunities to be criticized these days. Criticism is everywhere. We can become so quick to be consumed by the criticism. We get criticized and we just think about it all day long. But at the same time, we can deflect and not accept the praise that we receive. And so Marissa is going to talk about becoming more accepting of that praise and also knowing that the most important praise is the praise you give yourself. Here's Marissa. One of the things that's really, really important to make familiar is praise. And one of the things to make unfamiliar is criticism. And if criticism is familiar and praise is unfamiliar, guess what happens? I might say to you, I love that talk you gave earlier. And you're going to go back, do you know it wasn't very good? I forgot the best bit. And the other person was much better. I might say to you, I love that shirt. And you're going to go, I've had it for five years, got a hole in it. I got it in a second-hand shop. What are you doing? You're making, you don't like praise because it's unfamiliar, so you're rejecting it. And you are adding in criticism because that is familiar. Who here does that? Anyone here do that? Okay, you've got to stop because... Yeah, because I told you to. You've also got to stop. Creative people are massively suggestible, but you've really got to stop because, so this is the wrong way around, the major cause of depression are harsh, hurtful, critical words that you say to yourself over and over again. Scientists know this. They've known it for 10 years I'm going to tell you that again. The major cause of depression is harsh, hurtful, critical words that you say to you. So we know that praise massively boosts your self-esteem. And guess what diminishes it? Criticism. Criticism withers people. Praise builds them up. But your own praise is more effective than someone else. If I said to my PA, oh, my God, you're indispensable to me. I just love you. Could you work all weekend? I have an agenda. But when you praise yourself, there's no agenda. So I'm working with this novelist. And um, he's really, really very, very depressed indeed. He's right on the edge. And every time I say something to him, I'm like, oh, my dad loved that film. He goes, oh, it was terrible. The director got it all wrong. The casting agent was wrong. He cannot let him praise at all. And his story. So when he was 17, he was in love with this girl in his village. He was in love with him. His parents wanted to move 300 miles away. He didn't want to go. And, and his the girlfriend's parents said, you can come and live with us because she'll be heartbroken if you move. And his parents said, if you move, we will never speak to you again. So he moved. They cut him off at the knees. They didn't even give him an address or a photo. They never saw him. He married this girl, had three children, hugely successful, and she died. And her parents died in an accident, and now this guy is alone and devastated. And he finds his parents, and he says to them, 
she said, I'm all alone. I just need you. They're like, okay, well, look, you've done very well. Could you buy us a house? Okay, with a swimming pool. Okay, so he's bought them this amazing house, and they are the most critical, mean, withholding people who've never praised him. And his dad's died. And now he's gone into this deep depression. And I understand that because he's never got praise. So I'm talking about this missing thing. And I've said to him, listen, what do you want? What did you want your dad to say? And I, and I knew what it was. He couldn't even say it. So I put my hand on his shoulder and I went, you are a good son. His shoulders started to shake. He started to shake. He cried so much. He couldn't even hear me. So then I went, listen, let this in. You are a good son. Your dad is never going to tell you. The fact that he's dead is irrelevant. He wouldn't say it when he was alive, but you say it. So I'm now making him say, I'm a good son. I'm a good son. I can't even tell you how it transformed him. So how many of you here have got a missing part? Something, some teacher, parent, ex-girlfriend, boyfriend, someone has never said to you that you like to hear. And it's all pretty much the same stuff. I'm a good kid. I'm a loving person. I'm clever. You know, my teachers always told me I was stupid. And I let that in, and now I don't let it in. So, and I thought I was hideously ugly too, but it doesn't matter because you can change. So everyone close your eyes, and you're going to say out loud what it is you want to hear. No one's listening to you because we're all doing our own stuff. So I want you to say it. I am. Say it out loud right now. Make it familiar. Okay, I want to hear you. Say it louder. Keep going. I am. A good person, a loving daughter, a fantastic employee. I don't care what you say. Finish the sentence. Keep going. I want you to keep doing this because you're going to make the familiar unfamiliar. But now you're all going to say out loud, really loud, I am enough. I am enough. I've always been enough. Yes, yes, great stuff with Marissa Peer. Her website is marissapeer.com. If you want to watch that entire talk, it is on the YouTube. Just look up We Need to Praise Ourselves. If you have a chance, please leave a rating and or review for the show on iTunes. I appreciate the heck out of it. You have no idea. And I'm going to see you tomorrow with Mel Robbins. I'm out. Peace. Peace.